1: Oh, good morning brothers and sisters Kings and Queens Angels and
2: Saints ladies and gentlemen welcome to G's Power Hour on never had it so good entertainment I am your host G thanks so much for being with us today um don't forget you still got some time to take advantage of the uh tax free back to school shopping here in Florida so uh you know like I said probably just not school supplies there's probably you probably need some pens or something I'm sure there's something for for everybody so uh just make sure you check out the list that I did not post. I'm so sorry. I got to grab that I, or maybe I did, but I will grab that and post it again if I didn't in the first place. But anyway, um we just want to also I think I need to find that to congratulate uh Byron Allen. He is I think taking over the former BNC. I think it's going to be called the Grio. So I I'm looking forward to that. So the congratulations to him. But in the meantime, my favorite person in the whole wide world have never had so good entertainment. The Mighty Mighty C E O, Princess
1: Cooper, is back. Hey <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. You're back. I definitely I definitely tried to disconnect Gretchen. Um, I think for the first time all year I didn't open my laptop for two days, so that is definitely uh, yeah. a first. Happy belated
2: birthday! Yeah, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was celebrating this weekend. I don't know exactly what she was doing, but she was celebrating. So Atlanta, yeah, I, Atlanta. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: You know, it's only uh, two hours from from Columbia, South Carolina. Two and a half by the time you get to downtown, but it's a it's a um, it's a neat little jaunt and not that far. So I we do it quite often slow. just to have lunch.
2: Mm -hmm. Really? Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) You must go a different way or I drive slow or whatever. But yeah, but I I, I usually don't go between um, uh, there and Atlanta usually. Mm -hmm. It's it's either, um, we're usually doing the 95 corridor because that's Mm kind of, you know, where our family and friends are and then we're usually headed up to my mother-in-law's. Uh, so yeah, that's we or or when I'm going to Atlanta, I'm going to Atlanta. Like the our last um, family reunion on my father's side was up that way. So uh, that's mm-hmm. that straight up seventy five that way. So it's just kind of different spatially. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you drive the conversation in terms of, you know, I mean, because goodness knows we're not going to finish. So, (laughs) you know, you're going to have to make a return visit. So I'm going to let you start it.
1: Um, What do you want to talk about? Gretchen, I actually want to talk about um, sports for just a moment. Deshaun Watson. Sure. um, And this is the young man. Um, who was accused by um, I think thirty different women, but we got down to twenty four who actually filed um, criminal charges against him, um, and then that was denied there was no the grand jury found no criminal charges, so they went the civil route and and then um, filed that, and all of these twenty four women had the same attorney um, and so Uh, It went to, of course, the NFL. Once there was no criminal charges, it went to the NFL to determine did he violate um, the conduct policy, Um, and they did find that. And and to give the listeners some background, um, Deshaun Watson is a graduate or a player from Clemson University, and they won a national championship. I think he appeared in a national championship game twice, if, if not competing for it three times. And went on was drafted number one, and drafted by the Houston Texans. Where where he got in trouble was he were, he was finding women on Instagram, who were massage therapists, um, quote unquote, and bringing them to the facility of the Houston Texans, um, getting them to sign a non-disclosure, and um, they were giving him massages. Where he crossed the line is that. Um, All 24 claim that he asked for more than a massage and that he tried to coerce them into more than a massage. Um, uh, The NFL got an independent um, person to take a look at this, uh, former judge Sue L. Robinson, and she determined that he got a six-game suspension and that he did violate conduct policy. And that a lot of his actions were egregious and predatory, but she did not see where he was warranted to be um, given a year suspension, considering the fact that he sat out all last year with the Houston Texans. They didn't play him at all, um, uh, for sure. So. That's where we are, and the decision was rendered yesterday morning, and everybody in the sports world was waiting. I thought he would get a year, and including the year, he already spent another year. Um, And there was obviously or there was said not to be any criminal charges by the grand jury, and none found to the point where she would give more than six weeks by the NFL and their independent um, panel my concern is is that here we are again um man versus woman man tries to coerce a woman into you know a sexual act while on a massage table and i have this discussion quite often when is enough enough? And I love this young man, and he looks like me, so I want him to turn his life around and succeed, even if he didn't look like me. I would want him to have a second chance at life. But the dynamic between man and woman and what's considered a, a harmless sexual innuendo act or coercion is still undefined. And that's where I am, Gretchen. And here we are with the NFL, and he gets six weeks, six games suspension coming into this year. Okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, yeah,
2: um, anyway, let me let me ask you this. Uh, do you think if there were more women in the upper echelons of the sport, in the decision-making process, the coaches, the managers, the owners, and, and all of that, do you think that would make a difference in terms of how hard the issue would be pressed?
1: Well, I think that's where we are in the Me Too movement, and Sue um, Judge Sue Robinson was assigned because the NFL determined that they did not have enough women in the hierarchy of the NFL um, to make some of these decisions because men, or um, as we say, boys will be boys, and this is not the first time that we've come across um, men Um, creating sexual assault acts or, you know, those type of things that don't look like they are on the up and up. So I agree with you that yes, and I don't know when – You and I are going to see this in our lifetime where there are women GMs and female head coaches and female, um, you know, director of player um, um, personnel and operations. We're a long way from that. But we do have a running back coach in Washington. We do have... Um, I think there's another another one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and another one with the Indianapolis Colts or maybe the San Francisco 49ers. We have some um, in places that are that are that are pioneer. They're they're walking a, um, a journey or a road that no one's ever walked as far as the female is concerned. But we're a long way from boys where we boys will be boys in a, a sport where it is dominated by men that we will see women. Um, as head coaches and GMs and and and, and player personnel in the, in the front office, we're we're a long way away from that. We'll see it in basketball before we see it in football. But mm, yes, to your yeah. question, yes, that is exactly why we see what we see. Okay, so let me ask this:
2: um, There's this thought that you know by calling men out on certain behaviors uh, that we're contributing to what I hear the term called the wussification. Um, I I think that's what what the term is that I'm hearing, where, you know, we're not allowing men to be men or whatever. Um, Do we, (laughs) I just think maybe we need to have a clear definition in terms of outside of the physical, what a man is actually supposed to be. And and, and just make that clear to everybody, to, you know, and, and because maybe, uh, you know, maybe men are still growing up with a different perspective in terms of what a man is supposed to be versus what women consider uh, uh, a man is supposed to be.
1: What are your thoughts? Gretchen, I struggle with this conversation all the time. And we are in a society that's dominated by men. Um, and in the same equal um, position job, um, women get 60 to 70% less or, or 30 to 40% less than men do for the same position. But we're talking about the dynamics of relationship and we're talking about the dy- dynamics of relationship and how men and women approach life, love, and happiness. And I think for the most part, men from 18, 19 through their 20s um, are really in a different position than women are at that point. I think there comes a point in time where women graduate for college and the next step for them is family, household, career, and balancing both. And for men, I think it's been okay and, and encouraged to be okay to have as many as you want you're not married, you're single. Um, And here, here's some condoms. Be safe tonight. And for women, be home by midnight and make sure that you come back the same way you left. And your number one job is to be graceful, kind, and sweet and untouched. Um, And I think At a certain point, there's a certain level of uneducated man that feels that women women are there for one reason, their commodity, and their commodity to do whatever they want with them. And some take that throughout their whole lives. And as long as we have all of those dynamics in play, this is what we're going to get. When we have a career and when we see other people navigating life, this is what we're going to have. And this young man, I just thought he was just such the sweetest, so quiet, so dynamic, so intelligent. You know, um, his mother had throat cancer, so she's lost her ability to really voice her opinion, but she has some type of thing within her throat. That allows her to talk. And when he came out, he made sure to purchase her a home and make sure she was settled. Um, he's performing in the NFL, but the other side of him, um, they t- determined, was egregious and predatory. And he was—he had 66 different women at the complex, um, supposedly giving him a massage over a 17-month period. 66 different women over 17 months. Now, he didn't say that he was with number the second woman three times or the fourth woman five times. They didn't even get into that, but he had 66 oh. different women. 66. And most oh, men God. that have been on my sports show are like, oh, well, you know, yeah. what's wrong with that? He, he's not married. 66 different women. Oh,
2: Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah, there's something. Y'all stupid people that don't see anything <laughs> wrong with it. There's something wrong with it. I'm sorry. Ah, I am yeah. gone, I'm not sorry. I, I yes, there's <laughs> something wrong with it. Yes, there is. Stupid mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. agree with this behavior. There's something wrong with it. Okay, and if you exactly. don't get it, you know I don't know where, where you know. Go to church. <laughs> Agonic, exactly. You know, Exactly. You know, go to church. You know, figure out. You know who's in charge. I'm. I'm so. I'm. I'm in this mode right now. I'm. I'm. I'm working on. I, well, I'm not sure if I am. I'm work. I'm, I've got to look at it again. I'm working on a book I did before last night, but it basically just talks about. You know, people's behavior. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it, it really goes more into. Uh, people's behavior in, in terms of uh, when, when they're not facing you. But and this is peop you know, you're not you're not this person's not just facing these women. This person is touching these women. People this person is, is asking uh For women more. To he asks for more inappropriately.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: And and we most men I've even read a lot of the comments of six six weeks. You know, and, and, and a lot of different, you know, media have said, okay, is this enough or is this too much or is it not enough or whatever? Um, most men, and I'd say 99% of them said, move on. They didn't find the Grand jury didn't find anything. You know, he's already been out a year. He should get zero weeks. Let's move on. He was just trying to have sex. Okay.
2: Then have sex with somebody that wants to have sex with you.
1: Exactly. Earn it. So I post dang to it. the men. Earn it. I, I, you know, I, I, you're I, just so kind of entitled you, to it. <laughs> yeah. Earn it. Dang and, it. And that really, that really is where we are, and and we're still right there. And I post to the men. I thought this young man was had a steady girlfriend, or he was engaged. And one of the other coaches I had on said, "The rule amongst us is until I say I do." I will.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where we as women need to flip the script. That's right. Okay. We cannot depend on men. Sorry. And I, if I offend some men, sorry. Too doggone oh, bad. Be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really care <laughs> at this point. I'm so sick of this. Um, this is where women. We've got to flip the script. It's beyond yes. time to flip the doggone script. We got to recognize our power from the bedroom to the boardroom. You know, and, yeah. you know, I'm not just talking about a trite phrase. Like, for example, um, you know, we get into these positions where women, for the most part, (laughs) in an office are recognized as, I would say, the help more or less, the secretaries or whatever.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: If you're doing a real good job, imagine how it would be if you decided, I don't feel like showing up. I'm just going to take a day. I, or, or when you go on vacation or sick or anything, and, you know, they, they people try to pile on you when they know that you're getting ready to go somewhere, you know. They want you to do extra stuff or prepare this. No. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. They know you're leaving. Get Let them get someone to sub for you or just let them prepare to be without you. Okay, don't have them put everything on you so that by the time you get ready to go on vacation, you're so freaking worn out, you can't enjoy it. There you go. Okay. I mean, it's just time. And then, you know, when we talk about the pay scale, it's like, okay, you need to you need to call people on the carpet, you know, in terms of your value, your worth. You have to demand it. They say there you that go. part of the problem is that women – don't necessarily know how to negotiate, or they just don't negotiate in terms of, mm. uh, you know, the, what they should get salary-wise. You know, mm-hmm. they, you know, we we you know they take it for granted that women are going to just go with the flow and be okay with whatever is offered, and we've got to say, um, this is this is not good enough because I do this, that, and the other and you need to break it down, and you need to, I mean, and if you have to get work with a financial analyst or whatever to, to determine your value, the cost, and what you actually should be paid, and do, go on with salary.com, see what folks are getting paid. Find out why you're not getting paid and, and, sh- and start, and if you know that negotiation is coming up, shop yourself around. Get some job offers that you can take into that annual review. And yeah. say, well, I mean, we've got to start doing that, you know so and, and and yeah, we've got to also just not and i'm work I'm talking about corporate, but I'm just saying in general, we have to recognize our value and what we bring to the table. We are enhancers in life, <laughs> you know yep we we make. We make, uh, and, and you know, I, I have some personal examples, but basically I'm just going to say we make life more valuable in general because we are not single-minded. We're not singularly focused. You know, we have goals. We have dreams. And, and, and we got to stop getting people to make us, you know, uh, feel bad about dreaming because dreaming is what moves you forward it pushes okay. you beyond your your limitations okay we are the ones that <laughs> drive ourselves crazy trying to make our men do certain things and and behave certain ways or whatever but you know what what i have found anyway they go back and tell other people, oh, we did this and we did that, you know, or, or, you know, and I did this, that, and the other. It's like you would have set your butt just down in front of the television you had, you had that person coerced, if you want to say coerced, you into, you know, doing something a little bit different, going outside of the norm. We bring value, and we have to recognize that. And we yeah. just shouldn't give ourselves away to be trounced on and I did it. I did it so many times and I was so wrong. I was wrong. And if we listen, the thing about it is if we listen to um, our, our teachings, our spiritual teachings, if we listen to that, if we adhere to the rules, if we adhere to the commandments, to the Beatitudes, you know, Hmm. we adhere to scripture, if we adhere to it and take our value from what we mean to God versus what we mean to man that God created, you know, we need to put ourselves in relationship and in value to God versus the lesser being. Cause they're just men. They're just men and we've got yeah. to stop putting pressure on our women to feel that unless there is a man involved regularly in your life or that you have to have someone on a regular basis in your life to define you, that you're not worthy. You're worthy because God made you worthy. That's, That's it. No one else makes that determination. There you go. Sorry,
0: <laughs> but
2: but but yeah. So the so, so the women to the women that came up and, and made the accusations and stuff, and they don't feel like they are getting the result that they wanted. Don't give this man any more of your brain cells.
1: Move. I, I, on. I think we're all. I think well, not we're all. I think those young women were guilty of one thing and that is understanding who they yeah. had which is Deshaun Watson and feeling like if they did go along with it maybe some money would be involved or maybe he would fall in love with with them um, with him um, so and and, and so how that's how much worse? money how much money <laughs> exactly how, how, how much money are you worth exactly how much money there you go <laughs> okay there you go now 24 women one woman dropped her lawsuit. The other 23 have settled in civil, um, in civil, um, agreement with Deshaun Watson. And you would have to say, cause he even, he originally at the beginning of the year when it all kind of came to a head, offered each one of them a hundred thousand and they all collectively turned that down. Um, and he has since moved on from the Houston Texans to the Cleveland Browns. And the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson $250 million, $260 million, everything guaranteed. It's the first contract ever. where All of the money was guaranteed in, in the world of football in the NFL. So the men in that particular situation still drove, drove it to us and said, okay, we know he's in trouble and he's probably going to get suspended, but we still think he's worth it and we're going to give him everything guaranteed. Done. Okay. So he's a multimillion right. he's a multi million dollar man and he was able to settle out of court what the twenty three, the twenty fourth went on. And the NFL has mm-hmm. decided that you get a six game suspension. And that's what we should abide by. But on the other part of this is the relationship between men and women. And how do we improve it?
2: Okay, so first, one of the things that you said that I'm I'm starting to disagree with is, no, this is not a male dominated society. It's only a male dominated society because we let it, and we misinterpret a lot of things that the Bible tells us about men leading. Okay, uh, okay we, we got to take a to... closer look at the Bible, and we got to take a closer look in, in terms of our roles. You know, everybody plays a different role. That does not mean one is, is better or greater than the other. Our population in general dictates that uh, we we are more prevalent. You know, we are more dominant. We just don't dominate. And some sometimes we don't choose to, and sometimes – you know, it's a little bit difficult because we get tasked with so many different things as, as you know, not only our own, you know, being our own selves, but being mother and and, and wife and, and uh, caregiver and all those other roles that, that we play. And we take them on because we know we can do them a lot better without a lot of fuss. We just know we have to do it and we dive in and do it. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. You know, for example, you talk about the the contract that this gentleman got. Okay. Let's say, you know, this person uh, is also making other money by having jerseys and and other paraphernalia that's associated with them. Mothers, don't buy your children any of the, you know, and I'm just saying, this is a way, you know, you, you, you know, Assert yourself in terms of how you feel about the situation. Don't buy your children any of the the paraphernalia. If that's that's how you, if you feel that strongly about it, don't buy the paraphernalia. If you feel that strongly about it, don't contribute any time, you know, watching the person play. Don't contribute any time um, discussing the person, you know. Or somebody wants to have a dialogue about it. Walk away. There's so there's just, there's so much more to life than just one man right. running up and down the field. Okay, you can just express how you feel about it, you know, and say, you know, I'm this is not what this is not acceptable acceptable to me, and say so, and mean it. Yeah, you know, because women have a lot of control
1: over the budget. Okay. Women have the power in general. We yeah. have <laughs> the yeah. power. So, in and that's general. what I'm
2: saying, you know, so yeah, you know, if you're like, no, I'm not I am not contributing for to you going to tailgate at a game which this person plays in or buying tickets at a game that this person plays in. You know you want to spend money on the the cable bill or or whatever it is watching this person, then I'm not contributing, (laughs) you know, you, you know, there are ways. Mm -hmm. So you have got to decide how important the issue is to you, not just with this person, with any issue, you know, and you can't be timid about it and you've got to mean it. Uh, and you and you just and if that if the the other person in your life, you know, doesn't agree, well, y'all just don't agree. That's just one issue you don't agree, but you don't have to subject yourself to, uh, you know, being involved in the other person's entertainment. There's so much more to do. Life has so much more to offer,
1: you know. Yeah, but. That is definitely a level. And I agree with you on all fronts, you know, um, as far as this is concerned is that we've just gotten way overbounds with with football and the dynamics and men and, and them playing and, the, you know, the fact that really the women are discredited because – they knew who he was, and they and most men feel like, oh, they were just trying to get a little bit of money. And we are as men, you knew what you were going in there for. That is such a cop out on so many levels. But mm-hmm. again, we are faced with our own um, ability to take ownership of this, and we have to take ownership, men and women. Mm-hmm. But men have to take ownership of their actions and not to use women and whatever they're feeling or doing. And women, we have the power. Of all, all of it, we have the power. The budget, yes, sure the do. intelligence, our bodies, we have the power for all of it.
2: So, yep, we do. And
1: Gretchen? Yes, I know you got to go.
2: <laughs> Man, that was <laughs> like so Like quick. I said, we, we never re- I know it. <laughs> You said a half an hour. I was like, ah, but, you know, I think <laughs> I can get.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, way. maybe um, we, I can come back on and record um, Friday morning at 9, and we can take a whole hour. I don't know what you have scheduled this week. Mm, um, can't do
2: it this but, Friday. I got something else coming up. I wish I could. But, um, no, we're okay. going to do something, though. Um, yeah, okay. we, we are. She's coming back, but not today. Uh, but we're going to take a <laughs> quick break. <laughs> and when we come back. What are your thoughts? Can join the conversation? You all sit there and just listen to to me rant and all the kind of stuff. But I want to know what you're thinking because you may feel differently, and I want to hear what you have to say. The number is 5163871944. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back.
1: Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Having a wedding, reception,
2: family reunion, planning a banquet, or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar. Or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at four zero seven nine six eight nine three eight seven or email our gatherings at yahoo dot com. Let us help plan your special event. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on. Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And thank you for her time, the Mighty Mighty Princess Cooper CEO, I've never had it so good entertainment. The number, if you want to share your thoughts, 516-387-1944, and I know I I kind of went off, but, you know, I I just can't, I, I made a lot of mistakes when I was younger. I don't want to see another young person, especially another young woman, waste time, breath, sweat, whatever. On someone that's not worthy, okay. Uh, your worth is not determined by another person, okay. Your worth is determined by you and your relationship with with God, and what if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in this life? If you're not wasting your your time, talent, and treasure on on things and people that are not worthy. So I, I you know I just have to put that out there um in the meantime uh I came across an article on the linkedin uh daily rundown uh it, it's a and since we're talking about um, back to school this month uh, there's an article that says Iowa teachers are offered fifty thousand dollars to stay this is like I said on on the linkedin uh, daily rundown uh. I was reading something else too, and I was mentioning it to my husband the other day about uh, certain places that were offering, you know, twenty thousand dollars or other perks for remote workers to come and move there, or people just to stay. Um, and it's interesting why it, why I, I just want to know why we're in this position now. Were not these people worth the money? Before what is making this such a um i guess a, a more prevalent thing that's occurring, and I think what I'm going to do uh is to talk to Paul Shelton on Friday when we have him on and ask him you know what's what's behind the economics of that? why would someone pay me twenty thousand dollars to move across the country to work for them I mean. You know, and the thing about it is, would, would I would I do it? I don't know if I would do it. Um, that's a, that's uprooting my life. That's leaving family and friends behind. And I've left before. That's that's not a big deal. Um, I came back because I I had older parents. I was a product of older parents, and and I'm glad I did. And you know, everybody else was moving <laughs> to Florida. I'm like, <laughs> why am I leaving? So you know, I came back home but, uh, I just wanted to know want to know about the dynamics in terms of when you decide you're going to offer someone fifty thousand extra dollars or twenty thousand extra dollars or you're going to you know offer them all these different types of perks, what makes them so much worth that? What do you need to have done? Where are the people that are in your environment there because The problem that I've always had, because I've seen it done here in Florida, you have people right here in Florida that need jobs. Why aren't you spending that money training the people that live in your community to to do the work for you? I mean, that to me, it kind of disrespects and discredits the talent that you have right there in your own backyard and you're not, you know, I guess you could say farming or whatever you or recruiting, whatever it is, you're not doing that in your own backyard. It would probably save you uh a lot more and you would probably develop a lot more loyalty uh among the people in your community. You know, a lot more respect. You know, when you know, good PR, that's what I would say. But um, we, I just want to know what the rationale is behind that. So that is one of the things that, that I would like to um, find out more about. So anyway, if you have a topic that you want to discuss, the number is 516-387-1944. And so I, I had said this month that I was going to talk about education. I guess I'll talk a little bit about mine. Um, I went to school in Orlando and in Indian Harbor Beach, uh, which is in Brevard County uh, off the Atlantic coast, and then back in Orlando uh during my um elementary and high school years, um, would spent the probably the first half of my education in Catholic school, which I'm glad that I did. Um, I think it helped me in terms of you know my character um and then the other half in public school the latter half in public school which uh was a decision made by my parents probably I'm thinking probably more for financial reasons but i know my mother also said and she was you know probably right in terms of me learning you know getting i guess getting outside of that bubble that you can be in sometimes when you're in private school uh learning how to socialize and, and uh uh you know interact with with a variety of different people so uh, there, was, there were lessons to be lear- learned in both of them. Um, I, let's see, I was in, 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 when we talk about education too, we got to look at the, the things that um, educate you along the way, not just the formal education. I was in uh, Girl Scouts. Uh, I was a Brownie and a Girl Scout. Um, I was in, um, goodness gracious, a variety of things, uh, choir a little bit. Um, I was in band, particularly marching band, I tr- which I truly, truly, truly loved. Um, I was in French club, uh, math honor society, uh, regular honor society for a while. Um, and uh, let's see. Then um, I went when I went to college. I went to University of South Florida. I was recruited there. I, I did try to go to other places um, there, and I was even. Um, a National Merit student. Um, but because of the climate at the time, uh, I guess I was deemed unworthy to attend some of these other colleges I applied for. Some I got, um, uh, you know, scholarship offers for, and in some um, I, if I couldn't get my foot in the door if I tried uh, because of the the racial climate at the time. So, um, but anyway, ended up going to University of South Florida, uh, went there for the full four years, met a variety of people, two of my great friends, and one you've heard me have on the show regularly, Stephanie Dukes. She um, was a friend of mine there. Um, I got involved in um, the Black Student Union there. Um, Different experience just for the simple reason that uh, I think at the time, black people made up 4% of the population at the University of South Florida. So, and, and there were situations where um, uh, black people and white people weren't encouraged to intermingle in some cases, and others, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, but I, t- but um, I will say this, though, um, the education was good yeah I, and you know and i'm talking about i know i've been talking about a lot of stuff in terms of extracurricular stuff but i i personally think that the extracurricular stuff um helps in the formation of the person now the education is fine the education is there in and, and it is basically what you make of it you can muddle through and be an average student you know you can uh develop good homework skills um, take an interest in what you're learning, and you can, you know, dive into it, and you can be an A student, or you, you know, and then, and then again, you may not be an A student. But you, the thing about it is, you have to do your best. Uh, learning, you, you know, you keep. A lot of people say you don't necessarily uh, take the stuff that you learn in school with you, but the thing about it is it makes you a little bit more well-rounded and then and you take an interest in the though and the things that interest you my husband for example I think he should have been a history professor I really do he can rattle off a bunch of stuff that I just like you know it Was like I, I learned it to make the grade the next year it was probably just gone um, th- you know things that just really didn't interest me but for him he is is a you know I, could, I I'm like you know having conversations or I hear stuff and I go and and I and I ask him, you know and it's not and he's not a history professor but he can tell me a bunch of stuff that. He learned and actually took an interest in so um you know i think whatever it is that you take away from school some stuff you leave behind you're not going to take everything but it helps make you a more round well-rounded person and it gives you something to contribute um to to young people going up my husband can probably sit down and have a good conversation with some young people about history uh, I, I just, you know, I'm impressed when he, me personally, I don't know if I was dyslexic or whatever. I can't get dates straight or, or whatever the case may be. But um, anyway, but now at the same token, grammar was, you know, although <laughs> that's questionable now, but grammar was was one of my fortes. In fact, one of the things that I uh, credit Catholic school for it was because a lot of the stuff that I learned in elementary school and Catholic school in third grade, they were teaching uh when I was in college, uh, as one of the basic requirements in order to get your AA. Um and I'm like I you know, I would look at these tests and I would pass them like in five minutes. And I'm like, why are they teaching this now? I had this in third grade. You know, and I may have forgotten some of the some of the terms and whatever, but it was like riding a bike once you you know started back into it, you know I was like oh yeah I know what this is I know and there were people in these college classes that were learning this stuff for the time it was a a little unsettling to me because it it made me wonder about our school system as a whole. I, I one of the things that I had when I was in school was phonics. I thought everybody had phonics in school. Um, I, it was only in <laughs> much later years that I realized everybody did not have phonics. I think everybody should have phonics. I, I, it makes a world of difference in terms of, you know, how you learn, how you read, how you speak, uh, how you learn how to pronounce words. I just really think that uh, our, I think our school systems um, need a overhaul. I really do. I think some of the stuff is antiquated, um, but at the same time, I think there are some basics that um, we shouldn't neglect in school, and I think we're so busy trying to teach other things, and I'm not going to get into that conversation, but we're so busy trying to teach other things in school that the the basics kind of get overlooked in terms of their importance, and we really need to uh, get back and strengthen some of those basics up. So, anyway, the number, if you have comments, questions, concerns, 516-387-1944. That's 516-387-1944. Going to take a quick break. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Turn to Anderson & Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson & Welch Law Firm online at AndersonandWelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, Gee. Thanks so much for being with us today. By the way, Kevin Anderson of Anderson and & Welch is going to be on with us sometime this month to talk about his um, educational journey, his, his um, uh, ventures through school, and also Nadine Brown, she's coming to um, contribute a little bit too. So we're looking forward to, to those conversations and, and others. So um, Paul's going to talk about his journey on Friday, not only his journey as um, a student, um in his journey in education, but um his preparation for his kids as they get ready to go back to school. So um we'll talk with him Friday on that. So anyway, the numbers five well, you know what? Never mind. Numbers I'm not gonna give out the number again. I am going to oh I just want to remind you all, please, um I, I hope you've checked on your status in terms of voting because August 8th, if you don't remember, Bill Cowell said August 8th is, in, in Orange County anyway, is when early voting begins, okay? Um, I got my absentee ballot because I will be working that day at the elections. I have not gone to do early voting because uh, because of the fact that I usually do an absentee ballot because I am working at the polling place that day, but... Um, uh, I'm going to sit down with my um, absentee ballot. I'm not going to waste a lot of time with it, and I'm going to look and see who's running for what. And you know, uh, if I need to do some homework, I'm going to do some homework and, and look up these people. Um, there are some interesting uh, things for that I've noticed, uh, and I think I've talked about it before on the show. You have, but you have races that are supposed to be non-partisan races but then at the same time they uh, bring up alliances and um, I don't know if that's supposed to help that person Um, but it makes me wonder when they start bringing up these alliances in a nonpartisan race whether or not they're going to be um, impartial when they make decisions uh, in in, uh, whatever position they end up holding if they end up being voted in. So please get your sample ballot or get your absentee ballot and take the time, you know, go on the computer, you know, if you know people, call and ask questions and and make informed decisions uh, with your um, sample ballot or absentee ballot, both of which you can take into the voting booth. Or whatever with you, you can take your sample ballot. You can take your absentee ballot in there. Now the absentee ballot, you will have to relinquish before you leave the polling place because they don't want you voting twice. We they they don't you can't vote twice. So you can use your absentee ballot, but you have to turn it in. You cannot leave with your absentee ballot. Uh, so just remember that so when don't get upset when they ask you for it uh if you take it to the polling place you're just using it as a guide when you vote um and if you don't plan on using it as a guide if you actually plan on submitting it then you need to take it uh downtown or you and or you need to mail it in okay don't please don't do the last minute stuff that's what that's all I got to ask but anyway so we're going to cut out a little bit early and we'll we'll, we will talk to you tomorrow god willing this has been g's power hour i never had it so good entertainment thank you princess cooper you're coming back uh got to uh you all have a blessed day be well be safe be blessed and please remember all real power comes from god take care at all.